The sports books have told us how they feel about the Phoenix Suns. It's probably too extreme to call it hate, but they might be questioning this team. We'll jump around on the latest championship MVP and win total odds on today's episode of Locked on Suns. You are Locked on Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back. Happy Monday. This is Locked On Phoenix Suns. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I'm your host, Brendan Clean, a credentialed media member covering the Suns for the past six seasons, a writer at suns.com and the host of the Just Basketball Show, wherever you get your podcasts. A big thank you for making Locked On Suns your first listen to start a new week, closing out July. We're free and available everywhere. All you have to do is search Locked On Suns wherever you listen to podcasts, including YouTube. Hit that follow or subscribe button. Get us in your feed every single Monday Wednesday and Friday for the month of August, but that is just short term. You'll get us in your feed every day starting next month through the entirety of the season. So become an everyday or get locked onto the Suns each and every day by hitting that button. You can also drop a comment below with your thoughts on the odds. It is that time of year where the, the, the books have dropped their odds, but nobody's really started betting yet, which makes it a perfect time to check in on how the market sort of, or I guess the non-market sort of feels here before anyone really gets in and any moves or trades or injuries or anything really happen. Joining me as he is, does every single Monday, Brandon Duenas, a writer at Bright Side of the Sun. And uh, let's just dive into it, Brandon. I feel like the best place to start is honestly the championship odds. Um, because it's, it might be where the Suns are the most respected, if you want to call it that. And I think that's even a little bit of, a, uh, of an extreme. But in the West, the Nuggets are plus 480, the Suns are plus 650. And then sandwiched between that, you have the Celtics just a bit above the Nuggets, and then the Bucks just a bit above the Suns. Does that feel like the top four right now? Do you feel like FanDuel is where we're getting these odds? They are the official partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network, of course. Um, do you feel like it's a top four? Of those four teams right now, do you think there's anyone that should be in there? Do you think anything? What are your observations at, at that group at the top right now, Brandon? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with this top four. Um, you can argue the order, but I think if, if I was going to spend my own money, that's kind of the way I look at it. Like okay. these, these are probably the four best bets, and I think Denver being in front of Phoenix will, you know, upset some Suns fans. But at the end of the day, they they won the title. It's it's their title to defend. They brought pretty much everyone back. Um, that's out of Brown. And, mm -hmm. uh, but, but yeah, I think to me, those are the clear top four. Um, I do like the sun's value though, you know, plus plus six fifty. That's, I, I feel like that's uh, showing respect, but at the same time, some, there's some uh, hesitance, which is fair. I think there's injury concerns. There's the, you know, how is this team going to mesh there? There's definitely some things are gonna have to work out throughout the regular season, which is why I think some of those regular season odds we'll get into later are what they are. Um, but, but yeah, as far as title like this, it feels about right, more or less just at first glance. Where do you think the heat end up if they do get Dame? Let's say that they trade Lillard and they lose as far as like the important players. Let's say they lose hero and they lose Cody, uh, Caleb Martin, which, which, uh, do they jump above the bucks? Do they jump all the way to the top of the East above Boston as well? What, what do you think happens there? Cause they're sitting here at fifth right now at plus 1000. That feels like 
FanDuel trying to get a little bit ahead of people, not getting a, a too big of a value, but also not wanting to, you know, crush people if, if Lillard doesn't end up getting there. Yeah, that's that's the tricky part about placing these bets, uh, especially this early. That's also like you said, you could you could hit a really nice value right now if you if you place it and he ends up there. Um, but if he doesn't at the same time, like Miami would probably for me would drop cons- like considerably. So yeah. it's it's definitely one of those risks that uh, I think some people are trying to get ahead of. But I, I'd put them in the same tier as the Bucks and Celtics. Like I, I don't okay. think they're they'd be the favorites in the East, but I think they would jump from that. Uh, you know, probably six seven seed without him which is what i think they would be um which people will say that's disrespect that, that'd be better than they did last year uh yeah and that's without dame but but with dame i think they're a top three seed in the east and, and definitely have a chance to to take a title so people can obviously check out uh locked on heat for deeper analysis i know this is not a heat podcast but it is the nba news of go, uh, going on right now i mean to me i would put them a clear cut above the other teams i mean we'll see what their full roster ends up looking like i understand depth might be a problem but I think that 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 top three of Dame, Jimmy, and Bam to me is better than what Boston has now with Porzingis. Better than what Milwaukee has with their age concerns and can those Lopez and Drew do it again concerns um, in terms of their amazing offensive seasons last year. So I would put Miami at the top if they do get this done. I wouldn't be surprised too if they just get a lot of action once bets do start to come in and maybe by the beginning of the season they are uh, at the at the best odds. The place that I'll go here. With the Suns to return us there, Brandon, is I'm actually surprised the Suns are getting so much respect in this particular category. Um, maybe it's just that people do think that the star talent stuff in terms of a championship is actually like that's where where it's valuable is having three awesome scorers and playmakers is particularly going to come in handy in the playoffs. And that's why they're here. But I have to admit, I was surprised. I mean, they are more than double the odds of the Warriors and Lakers. Like, the Suns are getting some love here from FanDuel that I honestly didn't expect. I thought the Nuggets would be on their own, and then the rest of the West would be a little bit of a cluster. And it's, it kind of feels like that's how things are getting talked about by fans and analysts and everything else, is that the Suns are more in line with the rest of the other teams rather than in a clear number two position. Yeah. And I'm actually not that shocked to be honest, just because when you have that type of firepower, like obviously, you know, you got to kind of block out the outside noise of like NBA Twitter and all that and all, all the memes and hating of the Suns and all the, you know, just injury concerns. Because like if, if the Suns go in the playoffs with those three guys healthy, they, from a talent perspective, they have the best big three uh, in the NBA. It's not even close. So mm-hmm. to me, that's, that's why the odds makers are kind of stacking that. But obviously like there's, there are health concerns that are very realistic and that's kind of what drops them a little bit. Uh, but otherwise just on paper, like to me, they should be, I would have them as the clear favorites in the West if they're entering the, the playoffs completely healthy. But again, that's, that's a complete long shot and health uh, potential trades. All these factors are definitely uh, a part of like the odds makers making these, mm-hmm. these lines. So um, I think they're, they're about where I expected them more or less, but yeah, the, the gap from the rest of the West, I think it's kind of a combination of the Suns being more talented and a lot of no one else really standing out um, outside sure. of Denver. Yeah, and a lot of change. I mean, like, yeah. not key pieces, but, you know, the Warriors bench is pretty much has to turn over every year because of their cap stuff, and the Lakers are in a similar spot. I mean, I think some people feel like the Lakers maybe got even better, but you still need to kind of see it. They really only had one half or, like, one-third of a season in the regular season where they were really much of anything. I had a a Reddit question last week that I did on the mailbag where somebody just asked me, 
Um, kind of like a maybe under the radar team that worries you from a matchup standpoint for the Suns. I mean, the Nuggets are an obvious answer just because of Jokic and they just lost to that team in the playoffs and everything mm-hmm. else. But is there another team in the West, regardless of these odds, but you know, again, there's really not a lot of Western conference teams high up on this list um, that you feel like people should kind of have their eye on of like, if the Suns get them in a first or second round matchup, like it might be tougher than we think. Yes. And this one might surprise some people. Um, I think the Thunder are going to be a force this season. I think they're going to be an absolute nightmare in the playoffs. They're going to, I think they're going to rise. Like honestly, it would not shock me if they're a top four or five seed in the West. Like I think oh. they might not even be a first round matchup for the Suns. Like that's, that's the type of leap I, I think they're going to take this year. Uh, just that young talent kind of meshing together and uh, the athleticism, the youth, all that they're, they're going to be, I think they're going to have that kind of similar path that the, uh, the Pelicans took a couple of years back, but maybe a little bit of a higher ceiling and like, assuming that Chet, which is like kind of like their Zion stays healthy. That's kind of, yeah. that's the key really. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, the, the talent there is like off the charts and they're, they're a team that like, it would not shock me at all if they, they made a crazy leap this season and gave some, a team like the Suns some trouble in, in the first round, if they were to match up with them. I like it. I'm super high on the thunder. I guess I just sort of wonder if they're going to want to push that hard. And that, that really to me is the big question with Oklahoma city is like, do they want to get there? Maybe their players, I think, to your point, are, are just so good that they get there organically. But, you know, if they're intentionally kind of giving like an Usman Jang a bunch of minutes just to see what he is, they're going to be worse, right? Uh, so we'll see. But I would say the Minnesota Timberwolves, I did give a sim- I, I gave them as one of my teams last week, but I really just believe in them as a regular season team. I think the Towns and Gobert thing can work in the regular season. I think getting Nas Reed back in uh, – developing him last year while while Towns was out will go a long way in the regular season for them to just be a deep veteran like two-way team that is going to be a pain to play and I think that will transfer into the playoffs I don't I don't really buy the Minnesota was the hardest matchup for Denver stuff I think the team that beats you the most times is the hardest matchup so they should probably uh you know, get their head on straight yeah, about that was, that. that was ridiculous. That was, that was just stupid. I'm it sorry. Was. Like, uh, and then, you know, all the nuggets, people kind of backing it up. Like, yeah, internally the nuggets did feel that way. It's like, okay, yeah, just, well, they're just mad. They're still salty about the sweep, even though they won a championship, just get over it. You want, you want a title, like quit being salty. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And, and as much as Chris Paul being injured is kind of baked into the equation, like that did happen. Uh, and, and people want to pretend like the game two was always going to be a nuggets win. It wasn't whatever. don't need to rehash all of that, but I do think Minnesota is, is a formidable team. They, they're big. Jaden McDaniels is their three, like, you know, not like they could play. They won't, but like they could go McDaniels towns, Reed, Gobert with Ann at the point guard. Like they, they have unique things about them, but they also just play solid basketball and they're going to get better. So that would be one where I think they'll they'll make a jump this year. I would not want to play them in the playoffs um, of the teams we, we expect the Suns to be in range to play. The reason we expect that is being backed up by Vegas, another good indicator but interesting indicator about where FanDuel at least, but a lot of these books see Phoenix. We'll talk about win totals next. First, today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Take your first swing at betting MLB with FanDuel and get – Tons of money, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets back up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200. You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over under to who you think is going to hit the first home run in the game. Said it before. I will say it again. 
My two allegiances when it comes to baseball are San Diego and the Diamondbacks. Both of those teams love to let games slide away late, which means the first five innings bets are the best thing to do in baseball because you don't have to worry about that. It is just who is on the mound to start, what is the offense like on the other side, what do I think will happen, and it really insulates you from mistakes, uh, which is good when you're betting. There's no better place to bet MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sign up today. And visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. Coming back, we're talking odds, perfect timing for FanDuel to sponsor the show, but we're going to hit on win totals. And the Suns right now, Brandon, are at 52.5. The league, do, or FanDuel doesn't have the entire league listed here because there are these trades up in the air. Uh, they do have Clippers odds, which kind of surprised me. Maybe this is most of the league. Um, it feels like not enough tabs uh, to get to 30. But regardless, the Suns are at 52 and a half. I have the Nuggets pulled up here at 53 and a half. Um, does that feel right? That felt high to me, actually. Not even because of the Suns, but where I'll take us first is I just think that there's going to be a decent amount of parity again in the league, and I just don't see it as a season where maybe more than like one team gets over 50 wins, honestly. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And also just the the factor that, A, the Suns are going to be targets. They're going to have a target on their back. Like anytime you're playing a team in the regular season, they see Booker, Beal, Durant on the court, that they're going to get those, especially those young teams like the Thunder and uh, the T-Wolves, Jazz, whoever, like in the West, just that want to prove themselves, they're, they're going to come at the Suns. So, and you don't know how hard the Suns are going to try in like all these regular season games, especially those uh, games that quote unquote don't matter uh, as much to them. But, but uh, yeah, I think uh, obviously the health as well. So there, there's a lot of factors. I think a lot has to go right for this team to, to top that. They're, they could definitely blow that out of the water if they really took the regular season serious and they stayed healthy. Like I think, just from a talent perspective, they could they can knock out 60 wins, but I don't think they're going to push that hard uh, in the first place. Not that they're going to take games off or anything, but there's also going to be that adjustment period of trying to figure out how to mesh these guys together too. So they're going to drop some games just naturally trying to work that in. Uh, and then we factor in injuries. Yeah, it does seem a little high, um, but then when you factor in just the, the pure talent on this team, it, it yeah. kind of feels about like the right range overall. Um just I would probably take I'd be a little bit lower just in terms of like regular season on this team. But I think mm-hmm. in terms of playoffs, like I'm probably higher. So I'd, it's, yeah. it's just kind of a, a where would you out. have it? Because I mean, I, I was thinking about it after I looked at that. And so it's 52 and a half. I would probably have it at like 49 and a half. Something like that. that. All right. So somewhere that in that 50 mark, maybe 50, even like 50, 50, 51. Like that's that's okay. kind of where I'd, I'd place it. So not it's not too far behind. But no, Um yeah. That's if I'm placing my own money. Like, I mean, that's the way you got to look. That's the way I try to look at it anyways. Like when I look at all these and try to find the best mm-hmm. values, it's probably not a bet I would make, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's going to be pretty close. And there's there's so many variables with with total wins for for a team like this. Yeah. As we saw last year. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. but I would add I would add to your point on the upside part, because I do think like obviously the star power is one upside. Uh, one part of the upside is just if if all of those guys stay healthy and click, which isn't, I mean, that's why yeah. they put him together. You would, that's at least mm-hmm. an, a possibility that it just works really, really well right away. Then of course, they would, yeah. 
if they get off to a hot start, especially, yeah. and that's and they stay healthy, like they could they could knock that out pretty quick. But again, but the other part of it is like they also have young depth, right? So, I mean, like we've kind of been thinking about it as if like okay, if Kade Bates Diop, if he hits, like he'll be a starter who can kind of be like a serviceable three and D guy, or like if Jordan Goodwin really jumps off the you know. Uh, expectations and surpasses what we think he's going to do then like maybe maybe he could start like that that type of thing but what if they're even better than that you know like I don't think it's crazy to think that Eubanks or I guess he's sort of blocked out because of the Aiton part of this but you know if any of these guys are even better than that like then you're talking about you know potentially another one or two above average rotation players which is I don't really think what people think of them as right now I think it's sort of like a maybe you know, but if that's yeah. better than a maybe and becomes like a really solid piece of their team, uh, or if Eric Gordon just dips into the you know fountain of youth. But to get mm-hmm. back to the parody thing, to give people a little bit of a taste of, of what we're talking about here, this, the Nuggets won 53 games. I think they actually could have gone higher. They just kind of coasted toward the end. But then you only had one other team above 50, which was Memphis at 51, and then Sacramento at 48. And then from there, you were every other team was between 40 and 45, but really even the 40 is an outlier. Like there were like six teams between 42 and 45 from that point on. And then you look and like the current odds are, are sort of there, but um, you know, Golden State is, is at 48 and a half. You have the Lakers at 47 and a half Clippers at 46 and a half. Um, the Kings are actually a little lower 44. The Grizzlies are at 46. So I guess there is some agreement. It's just, it really seems like these odds expect the Suns and the Nuggets to just really be on that high end and everybody else to kind of be in the middle, um, which mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't shock me, but it also comes down to another point you made, which is like how much do they care about that and try for that? If you're the Suns, like yeah. going into training camp when you're just trying to like set the standard, set the expectation for what the season's going to be, would you, Frank Vogel, like tell the team like we want – we want to beat out Denver for the one seed. Like, that's our goal. Or do you just think it's, like, all about a championship, and if they get the four seed again, so be it? I think it's it's probably a little bit of both. Like, I think, obviously, you take it day by day and try to win every game in front of you, but uh, at the same time, you have to pace yourself and, and realize that getting in the playoffs healthy is the most important thing. And, you know, they could be the 2021-22 Suns where they rattle off 64 wins and, and pour everything in the regular season and then – just go in and disappoint in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're going to be too concerned about the win total. It's more about yeah. how these guys are clicking and, and and like vibing off one another. Obviously, home court, I think, against Denver specifically, it is a factor. It's something you have to consider. So if you're trying to win the West, like the, going through Denver is going to be tough. So mm-hmm. I, I think that it should be a factor. But at the same time, like like you said, how hard are they actually going to try to, to dominate the regular season? Um, the talent's there, clearly. I think they're more talented than that 21-22 team that won 64 games. Um, mm-hmm. But then you look at the West, just even the Pacific Division alone, it's it's a bloodbath. Like there's yeah. there's so much talent and parity that you know any given night you can, you can get dropped. Yeah, I don't think any team is going to be able to combine the clutchness, whatever that's not a word, or the <clears throat> chemistry of that 2022 Suns team, just because. Denver, you would think, could be the obvious candidate, but they're going to be integrating a lot of young pieces to their bench. And the Suns just 
Uh, I mean, nobody really can replicate the clutch performance the Suns had. So, like, that's just right there. Uh, and the Suns yeah. are going to have a lot to integrate. And I just don't see another Western Conference team that's going to care about it enough and be able to kind of hit the ground running enough to really get there, which is another reason I think we're going to be pretty much between 45 and 55 for this entire Western Conference this season. I would kind of push for it, if I'm being honest, just because I think, again, uh, looking to last year, like, it's it's a bummer to have to play the number one seed in the second round, you know? And so I would at least be be wanting to get to that two or three. I thought the Suns should have brought Durant back sooner in the regular season last year to try to do that. I thought that they should have just been going for it, been experimenting with their rotation, whatever, just trying to really, really win um, more than they were until that road trip in Philadelphia or the games against Philadelphia and Sacramento when they kind of figured out their rotation in March. But uh, they, they should have gone harder then. I think they should go hard now because you want to you wanna get a team lower in the standings if we are going to have parity and you want to avoid playing what we assume would be the number one seed as things look now, which is Denver, until the latest that you can. Um, but again, to your point, like they're not going to intentionally – rest a bunch of guys for no reason it really comes down to health which brings us to our last topic which is going to be mvp also largely decided by health especially when these with these new nba rules around games played 65 Fanduel has kevin durant above devin booker and mvp odds and some interesting names here mixed into the the range between them are they being undervalued overvalued should one of those guys be way above the other we'll talk about that all next after one more quick break And we're closing out the show. We're talking awards. We're talking odds. Let's hit MVP to close things out. The The MVP odds to me, Brandon, are always weird this early because there's just guys that I can immediately kind of cross out. Like, Nikola Jokic is plus 430. I don't really see a pathway to him winning MVP again. After, every, after the whole debate the past three years and then not winning it this past year, finally getting his championship... You have to be so exemplary and so much better than every other guy in order to get an MVP after you've kind of climbed the mountaintop that I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, and then there's just, it's it's Luka Doncic, it's Joel Embiid, just guys where either the narrative or the on-court case is just going to be really hard to make for me. And so I, I take some of this with a grain of salt, but to bring it to Sunsland, plus 1,400 for KD, plus 1,700 for Devin Booker, those guys are sixth and eighth, respectively, in MVP odds right now. Does that feel right, wrong? Tell me your reaction to seeing that right now. So, to me, I look at it this way. If, if both these guys stay healthy and the Suns are the one seed in the West and exceed expectations, I think there's a pretty good chance one of the two is going to win it. And we saw Devin Booker being the best player on a 64-win Suns team, and he didn't win MVP. Um, so that's, I think that's where that comes from is like Durant, if he stays healthy and then the Suns have a masterclass regular season, like he's probably more likely than Booker to mm -hmm. get it just based off, like you said, narratives are huge. And mm -hmm. when it comes to driving this and that's why Jokic, like, like you said, it's, it's going to be tough. He's going to have to almost exceed what he's already doing. And the nuggets are going to have to really just probably win 60 plus games for him to win it again. Because of voter that's fatigue interesting and that, all that. that you say that though, about the narrative, because the Booker, you don't think the idea of like Booker having to be kind of more of a, of a playmaker and this being like Booker's team and all that. Like I kind of, I, I was thinking about the narrative and I do, I mm. even with that still kind of felt like Booker would get the momentum behind him in a way that Katie after another, you know, move to a different team and all this stuff. And 
whatever would kind of get downgraded as a result of that. But then again, KD was dealing with a bunch of drama last year and people thought of him as a real MVP candidate until he got hurt. True. Yeah. And Hey, maybe we get co MVPs again and it's uh <laughs> Durant and book. I don't know how that worked with like the odds and everything, but uh, that, that, you know, the, it's just tough. Cause I feel like you could flip a coin based off how the season goes, if they're both healthy and what the final numbers look like and everything. But I, I think, uh, having Beal too, just helping both those guys out with in terms of making their life a lot easier offensively. Like it's, I'm just super excited to watch this offense, to be honest with you. And like, just when it comes to awards, like I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think the Suns are going to really have a shot of any of their guys winning MVP just because of the trying to split the workload between those three sure. and, and injuries and everything. But, um, but yeah, just comparing those two specifically, it's definitely mm. an interesting case. And yeah. uh, I, I'd just like to see Booker get a little more respect if. If he does stay healthy and the Suns are the top in the seat in the West again. I, uh, I think some people speaking of kind of crossing folks out uh, immediately would see the Suns as a team to not invest in, in terms of, of early, early bets like this, just because I think, um, they might, to your point, kind of cancel each other out. Like I think outside of Phoenix, people who maybe aren't so in tune to the Booker's going to have the ball in his hand stuff or maybe the importance that KD figures to have defensively that might give him a leg up and, and those types of things, they might see like, okay, even if Durant and Booker cross that 65-game threshold and even if the Suns, let's say, get the one seed, well, odds are they're going to both be have enough of a case that neither of them would win it. And so it is yeah. an interesting dynamic because they're both so great and you could make the case that they're both top 10 players. Not, no other team really has that. Um, that dynamic of, of two top 10 players. Obviously, we've seen it in the past, like Griffin and Chris Paul or KD and, and Steph and, and those types of things. But um, this is off the sun's path because I think we both agree like either of them winning it would be somewhat of a surprise. Who do you like here? Because like Embiid finally got his. Jokic, we just discussed. Some of these other guys, it revolves around a lot of team success that we're not sure of, like Luca yep. or Steph or Lillard, who is behind Booker, uh, way behind Booker. That this Booker's kind of the top eight is really where it is. Um, but whether it's in that top eight or even out of it, like who would be your pick be right now? Going back to my my answer earlier, I think it's it's Thunder season. Uh, I think it's wow. going to be Shea. Wow. I think the okay. Thunder can take that leap, and he's going to get a lot of credit for it. Uh, if they break into that top, you know, four spots in the West, which I think they can, but like, that's how high I'm like, I think he, that's a great value. Like, I don't, he's not my pick to win it, but I'm saying like, if I'm going to throw value. down some, some money, like to me, that's, that's one, that's like the sleeper pick. And just based on narratives and the way voting goes, like he's the one that has the highest leap, like ability to make a leap into that group. And that's usually what they kind of go for when it comes to pushing those narratives. So if the Thunder overachieve and Shay's putting up, absurd numbers again uh i think he's gonna get a lot of that love like he i mean he made the first team last year and he got some like not. lower ballot mvp votes i think right this past year yeah yeah and, that, and that's without them even sniffing the, the top four or five seeds mm -hmm. so i mean if, if they really make that leap uh, i think that's that's the guy that could get some credit for it um and then i mean if miami gets dame and, and he just goes berserk there and, and helps them guide them to one seed uh, that, that's another option I think could, could be realistic just because I think that redemption arc in a way um, coming back from a few irrelevant seasons in Portland, like that, that's another narrative that could be driven pretty hard. 
that was the one I was gonna say. Uh, I'm not sure if the if the NBA would do some behind the scenes lobbying to make sure that guy doesn't uh, get rewarded for his season after sending a memo a little, out. A and me- like, memo, uh, yeah, no, don't vote, don't vote, vote for this guy. Interrogating He's, his agent yeah. and all this stuff, kind of crazy. Yeah, I I also just wish that the league uh, or that sorry that any of these books uh, maybe some free advice and maybe there are places that have stuff like this there's plenty of of mm. out of the box things to bet on in 2023 but the idea of like will win a future mvp like just to be able to put some money on like this guy has one up his sleeve but i don't want to have to get it right the exact year that it's going to happen i would love like mm. anthony edwards i'm looking at plus 6000 I feel like he has an MVP in him at some point, but I don't think it's going to be this year. So I don't want to put money at plus 6,000 for him. I just, I think, I think he could do it. You know, I hope maybe some, somebody out there can tell me that that exists. My pick would be honest. And it, it's a precarious case because I think the bucks, like a lot has to go right for them. Injury wise, um, just offensive performance wise, bench wise, the coach has to click. But I think if they can be a top seed, not literally the number one seed, but let's say a top one, two, three seed in the East and win a bunch of games and Giannis can show like after the heat stuff and the way they went out and the new coach being hired and this new era kind of starting to arrive for them that he's still that guy. I I, I think if he had stayed healthy and, and at his best, he might have won it last year. And I think it narrative wise is going to be there even more for him this year because of so much doubt and, and questioning around that team. So great players win more than two, right? Like we kind of are like, oh, he got his, but the best players we've ever seen tend to win more than two. So I think this might be his year. That would be my pick. The Luca stuff is yeah. always so crazy to me. It's like, can he prove it first, please? Come on. <laughs> can he can he get like a, a top seed and have a dominant like start to finish regular season for a, a really legitimately great team before like he's just in the top three to five in MVP stuff every year. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just wild how much like the narrative drives everything when it comes to this stuff, like, and how much it changes every season for certain guys and other guys, it doesn't change. Like I, it's just, yeah, he's it's, skinny it's now though. sometimes he lost a bunch of weight uh, yeah, again. Yeah. Off season video season. Yeah. That's that's cone uh, drills and, oh man, uh, Deandre and crossing up, yeah. uh, kindergartners and yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. DeAndre uh, yeah, I'm just ready for uh, basically was what that video was. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's wacky, but it intrigued me that KD was higher than Book, uh, which is why I kind of had the the thought on a lot of this stuff. And uh, top, you know, six out of the top eight in in terms of odds is is solid. And again, there is a drop off. Um, I do think like the D- Dame is the next guy there. And again, if if the Heat trade happens, I would imagine he will bump up into the the real mix there, and and he will get some some action behind him. Um, just because, yeah. like to me, he'll probably play the most out of those guys and and be the most day-to-day impactful even though jimmy might be the better player quote unquote i don't know i'm excited to watch that team too but we'll see that'll wrap us up though back wednesday hoping to get uh, a lakers guest on to really do a deep dive on frank vogel i feel like i've said that 10 times on the show and haven't made it happen yet so that's the goal friday we'll be back with aaron edwards that'll be the schedule for just august nothing to worry about we'll be back in september when things really start up again for the nba bonus episodes if any of these crazy trades happen about how they affect the sun so do not panic but hit follow or subscribe if you're finding us for the first time 
three shows a week is still more than most people are doing. So it'll be plenty of content. We'll get there together and we'll get into the season and really go back to normal. I'll talk to you guys then.